This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be, nah, dude, come over here, this where it's at. Yo, 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 place to be is on my side, dude, because you don't want to be the target when I fly the coop. Nah, place to be is on my side, dude, because you don't want to be the target when I fly the coop. Buenos dias. Man, man, man. We call it the, uh, the place to be. Place to be. Then I shall be. It is contagious. It is the place to be. And we are live each and every Monday. To do, to, to do worse than Josh Richard. Place to Be Nation proudly presents a powerful pair of pro wrestling pundits. It's JT Rosero and Scott Criscolo. And this is the Place to Be Podcast. Welcome to episode 600 of the Place to Be Podcast. I am your host, Justin Rosero, coming at you live from NXT Stand and Deliver Dallas with my PIC for the 600th time, Scott Criscolo. Scott? Good. Is it morning? I don't know. Yeah, good something, JR. Welcome to episode again 600, everyone, of the longest running episodic motherfucking gold standard. And it is a great weekend so far. And we thought this would be a fun 600 for you and I, like something different. We didn't have to plan trivia or. I'll be honest, it was yeah the work. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it, it just worked out so perfectly. 600 was airing right after this trip, and yep. we're like, well, we've never really done like a live podcast on one of these trips, nope. and so we're gonna have different clips of different uh, members that are here with us from PTV Nation. And I can tell you now, it's not gonna be a long episode. Uh, it'll probably be one of the maybe the shortest in history. It might be the shortest ever. Which is fine. It's yep. fine. We, we have a lot of content coming your way, but. Yes. We were to get, We figured we'd be together in person with all, uh, you know, a lot of our closest friends, uh, part of the family. But let's not to forget all of the other listeners that are out there yes. um, that have been with us for how many years? I'm not good at math. 11 and a half. 11 and a half years yep. and 600 episodes plus all the other podcasts we do. Yep. Um, so, you know, obviously without all of them and all of you would not be here. And that goes back to the OGs from the earliest days, whether yep. they're listening or not. Still, yep. Absolutely. to all the new fans along the way. Uh, to all the new members that, you know, do all the different podcasts. We're super proud of everyone who does uh, produces content as well along with us. Yes, absolutely. I mean, without all of you, we wouldn't be doing this. I mean, we'd be sitting here and watching this this amazing community uh, just by talking, talking wrestling and meeting right. people along the way and going back to WrestleMania 29 and MetLife. Yeah. And we had, you know, and then the website started and then we, we had these trips and uh, and we thank you. We thank our family, and we thank all of you. Because if you didn't listen, we wouldn't be doing this. So bless you, Jenny. To sneeze. Yeah. Um, bless you. The Cowboys here. Yep. Cowboy Roger Just Morris. Walking around. Yep. Looking tough. This weekend. How you doing? On, uh, you want to say hi? Episode six hundred. Having a great weekend. Happy six hundred, guys. It's been great celebrating with you. It's not a wedding video. You know, <laughs> it might be. I got nothing. All right. It's early. <laughs> so it's only 11, 11 ish. Mr. Damato's here, one of the original OGs. One of the original OGs, J. Arsenio. Let's go. Episode 600 recording live. Episode 600 recording live. Say hi. 
<laughs> Big OG. Our, the This Week in Sports on the uh, on the no-so right here. One of the originals right here. They may do a live show staring at the Mavericks. Right, we'll get more from D'Amato as the weekend goes along here. Yes. Uh, so we're at NXT now. We attended GCW uh, Spring Break Night One, which was insane. It was. It was. It was crazy. X Pac and Moxley and me, kind of half there looking at Moxley. But oh, yeah. So here's the story. So, uh, you know, GCW is known obviously for death matches, yes. and I had never seen stuff like that up close and personal. We have like great seats. We were kind of standing, sitting front row. Scott went a little hard, yeah, as you tend to do on day one. I do. Um, so you, you were pounding him. You had run into, uh, who was the guy from NWA? You're talking oh, Paro, one Paro. half of the end. Yes, Pag Team. So we talked to Paro for a bit. So you were, you were, you were feeling good. Yep. Uh, so during the show, it was a little slow, mainly one slow match. You went to go take a seat by the wall, and you, you, you dozed in and out. I did. So... As you were sitting there, Sean Kidd is laughing because he knows yes, the story. Yes, uh, as, as you were He's sitting there. He's waiting for his mark out moment at that time, too. <laughs> Sean, come say hi. Episode 600. Podcast. Hello, everybody. And, yes, uh, Scott just took a little bit of a break by the wall. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> About an hour. <laughs> so he was napping. And uh, the Moxley match uh, was ongoing. And, and they were beat the him and AJ Gray beat the shit out of each other. And they spill right by us into the crowd. And... We look around, and they are making a beeline for where you are seated, sleeping against that wall. Yep. Um, so all of our group ran over, and I don't. I want to pretend they were going to make sure you were okay, but I think they were hoping, like I was, that Moxie saw you sleeping and slapped you across the face. <laughs> well, that, that might not have ended well for anybody, but uh, I did look up, see him fighting, and went, all right, that's nice, and closed my eyes again. So I did the perfect Mox move for me. So. Of course he did. That's all he does. The whole fucking flight now here. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. But, so yeah. So Moxley uh, and Gray almost wiped out for Skull. Wiped me out. Yeah. But that yeah, that night was crazy. The the main event death match was just like it was wild. I'd never seen anything like that. Just yeah. people literally dying for us. Yeah. To enjoy. Uh, then we did WrestleCon. Uh, some of us did WrestleCon yesterday. That was pretty awesome. Got to meet Shane Douglas and Francine and Tommy Dreamer. Yep. Uh, got to see our old friend Kevin Kelly. Yes, KK, huh? I should have had him do some audio, but he was a curmudgeon as always. Um, <laughs> Grumpy bastard, didn't want to be we, here. We like, locked eyes across the room. We're both like, whoa, what are you doing here? Um, <laughs> so we hung out for a bit, so that was nice. cool. Nice, uh, And then we had a nice family dinner. Yep. And then some of you guys went to Impact, so what was that like? Yeah, we went to the uh, Impact Multiverse so Hang on, matches. hang on. Shiflet. Scott Shiflet, come here. Chris Golo's giving an update on Impact, so you guys can both... We're doing the uh, open of the show. You can, you can talk about uh, so, how Impact was. So we went to uh, Multiverse of Matches by Impact. Myself, Mr. Shiflett, uh, Sean, uh, Lewis Maynard, and uh, the Mud Pie. And I thought it was a great show. I thought it was, uh, it was stiff. It was hard-hitting. Uh, they put over their brand, I thought, big time last night. Yeah. Um, it started off with the Ultimate X match, which was amazing. Um, Trey Miguel won. Yes. Yeah, that was a good match. Sean enjoyed every look of Jordan Grace. Yeah, she, she all looked, angles. Yeah, she looked amazing <laughs> last night. Uh, had two of the great matches I've ever seen with Chris Saban and and, uh, and uh, Jay White. And Jay White, and which then, was uh, they chopped like yeah. Somehow Chris Saban is aging in reverse. He looks like yeah. 06 Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Uh, he was chopped to hell. Just taco meat. Just taco meat for a chest at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was match. crazy. Uh, Moose looks like a world champion. Like, yeah, he's PCO a PCO is amazing. Uh, uh, but then Alex Shelley and Speedball Mike Bailey was probably one of the greatest live matches I ever saw. I mean, they were hitting the did crap out of Did you guys say for both shows? Did you do the midnight thing, too? Or? Uh, we hung out for the first couple matches, and then we were starting to get – we were starting to hit the wall. It's a long day. I was yeah. literally had my head down. Did not watch <laughs> any pulled the Chris Golo at GCW. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. The wall. Scott Day 1 and then Scott Day 2. So. <laughs> the uh, – what is this the actual match? Oh no. Oh, so they're setting up for that opener? Yeah. Okay. Um 
All right, so that was good impact. Uh, I did pop in a WrestleCon to the end of the Zicky Dice show, uh-huh. where it's supposed to be Masha Slamovich versus the Bear. Yeah. And your boy Paro yep. let out. Um, it was another female wrestler in the Bear suit, so it wasn't a very happy crowd because they were hoping for the actual Bear right. to come out. Um, I did tell Ben Zani though that he's the only Bear I needed in my That's life true. anyway, so I didn't need another yes. Bear. Bear Zani. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's been an awesome weekend. Yep. We're gonna have a bunch of content for you. I shouldn't say a bunch, maybe a little. Um, we'll talk some more from Mania tonight. Yep. We're going to night one. Then we're going to the Mania Club tailgate tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of talking so tomorrow we'll, there. we'll do more tomorrow. We'll yeah. do more from here, too. Maybe we'll get some more uh, audio clips. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is going to be all sliced together. Whatever. We're having fun. It's raw. All right, now we're here at Joe Jella's Spring Break 6. We have a, f- a great crowd with us here on episode 600. Yes. You can hear Bruni being an asshole in the background. What a shock. Yeah, Come on in here, Jennifer Smith. You're the best. Hi. You excited to be on? I am. Super excited. I am. We're it about is. to see X-Pac wrestle. So I'm excited most about spring break. Yeah, pretty much. So it goes till midnight. And John Moxley. That, that prick. But this is probably airing out of order. This will probably be later in the show, even though it's like the beginning of the trip for us. Pretty much. That's okay. One Welcome. time. Welcome, everyone, to the longest-running episodic motherfucking gold standard. <laughs> I've already heard that. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll do it again on Sunday. It's great. Like, I told D'Amato on the plane over, I said, who would have thought when we did our first trip yep. in 2013, it would be like an annual thing now. I know, right? It's kind of crazy, right? Crazy. But, all right, we're doing a selfie now here. We're doing a selfie. I don't know how this is going to sound, but this is what we're doing for episode 600. You know what? You know what, uh, JR? For episode 600, we've done... I mean, listen, we've done... We've done trivia tournaments, we've done throwbacks, we've done plays, we've done a ton of shit. This is new for us. Yeah. You know, we're live at WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be recorded. Big fucking yes, day. We're live. You know? Well, whatever. It's live now. We are live. Live to tape. It is literally a recorder. See so on my yeah. phone? Wow, look like at that. Tape. There's a tape on the screen. Like That's wild. Tape. We got Grudy. Grudy, can you yell? Grudy, yell something. All right, now we're back. We're back on 600, and we're at our pregame for WrestleMania at Jay Gilligan's downtown Arlington. They've been very hospitable, yes. and we're here with Sean, Sean Kidd. Uh, Sean had a, a tough time on the, in the lift from NXT to this establishment, right? Yeah, it was very tough. What happened? She didn't know where she was going. Who didn't? Our lift driver. Okay. And uh, she took a lot of the wrong turns. No, she wasn't following the map that lift provides? Uh, she blamed it on the lift map, and so I put it on my map and got her here after an hour. After an hour? After an hour. Okay. The other two cars took about a half hour. How does it make you feel? Uh, karma, maybe, for me being such a prick. Right. <laughs> I would agree. I would I would agree. Um, how are you feeling now? You have like a, you've had about an eighth of a beer. Uh, I'm having my second beer in three months. I am enjoying it immensely, and now I'm waiting for my fat shit food. Okay. Now, you've also followed the deviant path of the cowboy and started smoking again on this trip. How do you feel about that? I did not smoke a cigarette. I was I was outside just sniffing the fumes of my brother who was smoking his Norwegian cigarettes. So you're not the only one who's been corrupted. Um, <laughs> Who else here raised show uh, show of hands? How many have been corrupted by the cowboy and his cigarettes? One, two, three. Uh, ben Zani thought about it. About three and a half. I think the real, I think the real person, the real person here is my brother bullshit. with his Norwegian bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> okay, so bullshit. now these are straight from Oslo. Yeah. 
and, and that's where you reside. That's where I reside. That's right. In Oslo. Okay, and you still claim relation to him, even though you're so far away that you could just say I never know this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, he's my brother. Okay. He's my brother. That's loyalty. Yeah. Well, see, at least he admits it. Right. Yeah. yeah so. so it's more of like, well, I have to. It sounds like to me because well, you're. No, no, I love Sean. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he loves me because I'm taking him to WrestleMania. <laughs> that didn't sound. That wasn't a confident. I love Sean. Yeah, it's all good. All right, Logan, how are you? Lovely. Okay, you drinking some cider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found it a cider, eating some nachos, all good. How's that taste? Oh, fantastic. Louis Menard is also here. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. This is episode 600. Scott, why don't you say? I feel like I'm talking. Okay. Louis Menard, how are you? I'm good. Very good. You and uh, Logan look related. You both have NXT stand and deliver uh, shirts on. We've got the matching shirts. What was your favorite match of the show? Oh, I mean, the ladder match was amazing. Um, Main event left a little to be desired. Uh, Walter or Gunther in LA Knight. Gunther. Gunther Gunther in LA Knight was pretty good. Uh, I don't think there was a bad match tonight, honestly. Mm. Now, do you think think Breaker is going to go up to the main roster? I think either Breaker's going to go up to the main roster or he stays in the feud with Ziggler. Uh, I would not mind like a little Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner action at the next takeover. Rick Steiner in his corner, maybe, yeah. to help you. Yeah. What if he works the match? I mean, I kind of feel like he's there. They wanted to do that on like their first out of WrestleMania takeover. So I think that's why they held off Breaker winning the belt. Because yeah. if they're going to keep him around, they can't have him keep losing. So yeah, it's going to something's going to happen with Rick. Like, I agree. Uh, Logan, what was your favorite match of the program? Uh, definitely the ladder match. It was yeah. uh, balls to the wall, just all over the place, and it was awesome, awesome all the way. What's been your favorite uh, match of the weekend so far? It was uh, the mixed tag last night with Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that was a handicap match. That was a handicap. The handicap match in the, in the uh, gentleman establishment was pretty great. <laughs> Uh, the for real uh, Shelly uh, speedball at uh, Impact last night was pretty great, so uh, I'll probably go with that one. All right, James Groomberg's here too, but we're not going to talk to him. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. We'll be back. We're, we're also. Oh, all right, hang on. All right, well, all right. Scott said he could start it. We got people. Hey, come on in. Have a great time. We're here with uh, greetings from Allentown's Peter Winson. Hey, what's going on? Good, Peter. So Scott has a question for you. So okay. congratulations, your favorite wrestler of all time, Dolph Ziggler, retaining the NXT Championship. How many beers are you gonna have before the start of WrestleMania? You know, I I feel blessed in my life that I made a decision to not attend the NXT show because if I had walked out of there while that 1.5 million dollar money stealing ramen haired overselling cosplaying piece of shit. Dolph Ziggler wins a main event of a show. It's very upsetting. It's NXT. The guy is in the main promotion for over 10 years, and he goes back to the minor leagues. Like, oh, congratulations, Albert Pujols, for winning double-A player of the year. We'll have to pick this back up. Push that for I fake that. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. I've been drinking. Okay, neither am I. I've been drinking. Uh, Zani. It's Zani. Ah, we're back to after night one of WrestleMania. Ben Zani, you came specifically for Steve Austin. Did it deliver? It fucking delivered, dude. Like, I, I saw Stone Cold do a stunner in fucking Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That was tremendous. Multiple stunners. Multiple stunners. It was tremendous. It was well worth the, uh, the trip from Chattanooga. We had a fucking blast. This is real cool to be with you, all you guys. Um, if you've never been to a Mania, go to a Mania. There, I've, I go to shitty independent shows all across the country, and um, 
There's nothing like 70,000 fucking people in a giant football stadium. It's it's tremendous. You guys should all go. Chef, what'd you think? Oh, my only other mania is 32, and I think it's hopped it the first night. Uh, we were going crazy. Uh, Austin match. I loved it all. Perfect night. Sean, Sean, kid. I loved it. I loved Austin. I thought Owens deserves as much credit as Austin does because I thought Owens sold like hell for him. Um, very happy for Jenny that one Charlotte Flair <laughs> defeated Ronda Rousey, even though I shit all over Charlotte. It was a well-deserved victory for Jenny. Um, Cody Rhodes was horseshit. Um, the entrance was fantastic. The match sucked. There you go. Jennifer C. Smith. Okay, I have a little bit of a voice. This is what you get. So you get a promo about how Rhonda sucks and how Charlotte is awesome. And, okay. We're getting directions. Shit. No, we're not. No, we're not. That is fine. Of course you had to play that. Grey Goose. There's not many on... I'm looking forward to everything. I could be racking up any kind of bill. Oh, not too many surprises. You can get a martini, you can get whatever you want. Not a la carte. But hopefully, uh, right, Plax boys. brings out a gun at a, at a club. We actually, we're all done, we're all, all ready for it. Uh, it's, a, it's a Southern Caribbean cruise. No, we're not. No, we're not. Great Goose. Great Goose. Oh. All right, we've had a couple of start and stops. Uh, we were at Jay Gilligan's yesterday, mm-hmm. and we were we were really in a groove. We had Peter Winston ready to cut a promo. I was about to talk to Marty 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 Slees, yeah, uh, and Pete. And then the guy came over and said, if we couldn't stop talking, we were gonna have to go to a to secluded park. area. Yeah. Um, so uh, then last night after WrestleMania Part One, we were waiting on the bus and we started getting into the results and then we got cut off again with instructions to move yes because of the bus pickup we needed to find the bus but let's talk about night one uh i mean jr you and i've been to more than enough live shows in our lives that might be the best night of wrestling i've ever seen live in my life i mean the matches were amazing taker stone cold cody i mean yeah i mean they delivered on everything like whatever you feel about the cody rollins match is what it is but it's it, it was this cool and they actually it reminded me of the Hardy Boys at 33 because they actually had delivered yes on like the, they didn't promise anything but the rumor and all the signs pointing right. to that one thing and yep. they actually hit it and the crowd was ready for it they didn't drag it out they didn't delay it they didn't te- do the teases like the crowd was ready and they just put them out there yeah absolutely and I think also this it's one of those matches where I think watching on second uh, watch on commentary might be actually a better thing because I just watched the Logan Paul Miz versus the Mysterios, and Cody, uh, Corey Graves totally put over uh, Logan Paul, and he called him Viva La Logan, he was doing the shimmy on the top rope, so this might be a night that if you're iffy on matches, maybe watch it with the commentary if you were with us in the building, you might have a different opinion. I think you're the first person ever to say the raw commentary added to the show. I know. James Grunberg, 
You've been bitching about not being uh, talked to yet on this podcast. So now we got the tape rolling, so enough crying. How have you enjoyed your weekend, brother? I've enjoyed it very, very much. You know, I deserve this weekend. I've worked very hard for this weekend. So it's been a blast hanging out with the Place to Be Nation, the, the whole Mania clip, tail, tailgate today. Yeah, it's been very good. Night one was the bomb, you know. I hope that night two can just bring as much energy, you know. Looking forward to AJ and Edge. I'm looking forward to Brock and... Um, Roman, but you know, Pat, even the Pat McAfee and Johnny Knoxville match, like you know, they're not fighting each other, but you know, those matches, dude, everything's gonna be underrated, sneakily good, I think. You know? What did you think of your first death match experience in GCW? Uh, you know, um, I, I have to say, uh, it, it opened up my eyes to what I don't feel like I want to be watching again, but you know, uh, that was too that was too a little extreme for me what an amazing way to put it <laughs> yeah yeah it was just a very too extreme but uh thanks guys for uh, letting me take a part in this uh 600 spectacular episode and uh thank you guys so much all right buddy we love it so the cowboy's here as well he's trying to play football um not so trying i'm an excellent football player <laughs> we're, at the, we're at the mania club tailgate and it was three years ago at this very event that you you won a raffle um, Ryder won the raffle. Yeah, what did he win? He won a he won a nice signed WrestleMania, a nice signed belt, a re- official belt, by it was Nia Jax, Stephanie McMahon, Roman Reigns, and Elias. So two for four. So uh, Ryder no longer watches, and you did a nice thing. You donated the belt back today to Mania Club to auction again. I, I had nothing to do with it. Ryder, Ryder decided that he wanted to give back to Connor's Cure and thought that this was a great way to do it. So he uh, he gave me permission to bring the belt, and they are going to raffle it off on the site. So anyone listening to this, please give 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 a lot. It's a great cause. Yeah, check out Mania Club on Facebook. Uh, maybe we'll try and get Gary in a minute. Yeah. Uh, he runs Mania Club. Gary and Tito. Yeah, we Good can guys. talk about it uh, for a second. But anyway, it's a beautiful day. It's like 80-something. It, it is gorgeous. I, uh, I overslept even though I don't drink and I didn't go out afterwards last night, so I guess I was tired. But I had to walk in this beautiful day with the belt. We know you walked. We, we heard. Uh, it was like John, a, did you hear that? Roger walked. I had to. I had to walk. I had to walk. I'll do a, a long walk, <laughs> and I'm very tired from it. John has been uh, harassing me about walking all weekend. And now you're gonna walk. Walk again. Um, all right. Well, listen. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Always good to see you. Peter Winson, I feel like your rant yesterday got cut off yeah. by Jay Gilligan himself. Management, uh, oh, management censored you. Dolph Ziggler uh, with the NXT Championship and uh, beating uh, Bon Braun Breaker. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And, you know... The, Von Draker? Oh, Von I said, Draker? I said, Braun Breaker, Brew Breaker, run this prison like a man. <laughs> but, seriously... We make you keep getting into. I keep. <laughs> <laughs> you tur- you've turned you've turned into our version of lowdown. All right. Apparently, the tailgate has been taken over by terrorists of some kind. Oh no! Wait, they're just selling belts. Sorry, that's. I have trouble making the sanctions. It's a raffle. It's a raffle ticket. Do you want to continue your saying or no? Two thirty raffle. You know what? I don't. I don't want to talk about Dolph Ziggler right, anymore. What would you think of WrestleMania Night One? WrestleMania Night One was great. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, seeing Austin in there after 19 years, ah, it was nice. It made me feel like a kid again. What did you think of when we passed by the pawn store? Uh, I, I love the pawn shop. It was, it was great. I, I, I went in and sold my watch, and I, I did it in exchange for a lap dance for the 45-year-old model, a really attractive woman who was behind the counter at the time. You could tell she worked in a place years ago, but it had been a while since she'd done a full lap dance. So 
you know, I don't know. I like to go down to Rhode Island for my stuff, so, uh, you know, I, I have a little bit high standards. But, yeah. you know, you get the porn store on Barnstable, and you just, you know, it's the best place you can be for that. And you go to dinner at Kowloon. It's very exotic, kid. That's that's where you want to be in order to culture yourself, as much as I have. You want to be definitely in Saugus. Uh, Louis Maynard. What's up? What's up, buddy? What are you looking forward to most tonight, night two? Uh, I mean, realistically, I'm looking forward to the Roman Brock match. Uh, I also am looking forward to the Pat McAfee match. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like Pat, can't stand Pat, but his Cole matches were good. Uh, the War Games match was good. I think he can do good with Austin Theory. I kind of hope Austin Theory gets the win, though, so he can get that push, be Vince's next guy. Uh, it's going to be hard to top night one, yeah. but hopefully well, so do you I think, can... And Logan, you can get on this, too. Yeah. Do you think, like, it feels like they did a lot of the surprise stuff night one. Yeah. With Cody, like, Undertaker at the Hall of Fame thing, um, and then uh, Austin fighting the match. Like, and um, so do you think tonight, like, is there anything up the sleeve, or do we just get, like, a straight card? I honestly think we might get a surprise after the main event. Uh, I think Roman's going to end up with both belts, and we might see an electrifying uh, appearance, possibly. Ah. So, um, yeah, I, I think we might have one one trick up over sleeve, at least. They're auctioning off uh, Steve Austin mini belts, signed wristband for Connor's car. But yeah, I think we might get some electricity in the main event. All right, what do you think? Is that going to happen? I'd be cool with that, and that, that would build to uh, SummerSlam or maybe Mania next year. I don't think Rock comes back unless it's Mania in L.A. Yeah. Maybe he wrestles and has his last match with Reigns. Or, or I should say Hall of Fame. It would be just like the Rock to steal the spotlight. Right, right. Um, what do you think? Any chance? Rock? I don't know. That's... I feel like tonight they want to focus on, except for Edge and AJ, like the new talent and everything, and, and make it Roman's night, which is why I think they put everything last night. But, I mean, Logan, you never say never, you know. Logan Paul Crosland right here, everyone. Yeah. He is our Viva La Logan right here. There you go. Give me the shimmy. I don't need to see that dance again. <laughs> All right, who's over here? Scott Shiflett. What are you looking forward to most tonight? Edge versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. What's your over-under on time? 35, 30, 32. 33 minutes. 33. So longest match of the show by far. Yeah, definitely by a long shot. Yeah. Edge win or AJ? I want to go with AJ. He hasn't, I mean, he's won a couple matches here, but. So Logan started a hot rumor that The Rock's going to be here tonight. Do you think that's true? <laughs> yeah, he's here in the parking lot. Did you see him? Oh, yeah. He's slimmed down. Though. Yeah, he's really slimmed down. That um, guy's like the size of Rock's like, bicep. One, yeah. one bicep piece. It might be a stunt double. I'm unsure, but it looks like 99 Rock to me with his $3,000 shirt. Yeah. yeah. Post-liposuction or pre? Uh, definitely pre. He doesn't have the man tit. I mean, post. Definitely doesn't have the man tit. Post, post-tit liposuction. Yeah. Hey, Jenny. Hi. What was your favorite moment of WrestleMania night one? Oof. That was... All right, let's revamp. What was number two after Charlotte Well, winning? Charlotte winning was great. The match, I mean, was what it was, but her win made the night. Bianca's entrance was amazing. She cheated to win. Also, Stone Cold, I mean, when the glass breaks, I mean... Yeah, I feel a it little... Was unbelievable. I, I feel a little vindicated in that one. I feel I said from, from the start that they would have a match. And I got I got a lot of pushback. It was like, no way. It's just going to be a talking and a, a stunner or a quick brawl. But they had to do the match. They couldn't I hype it that like much and not do the match. And definitely not close the show without doing the match. And he looked amazing. He looked like he never left. I mean, like, KO was amazing for him. But he, he was not, you know 
pulling it, and he was pulling it off, and it was awesome. He absolutely was, and I mean, you could tell he was a little, a little, you know, hesitant at first. The punches yeah. weren't the usual yeah. punches, but to take a suplex on cement, you could tell that he felt a comfortable with KO and right. be comfortable with himself to do. Yeah, that. okay, is such a professional, you know, yeah. yeah, take care of him. I've, I've never been a huge KO fan, but I gotta say, he won me over what are you looking forward to tonight you know what i'm looking forward to brock daddy brock cowboy brock whatever you want to Beer call brock. him he is amazing he is half of the reason that i'm here <laughs> him and charlotte um, i don't know if he's gonna win i want to say he will win but probably not well listen enjoy the rest of your beautiful mm-hmm, day here at the mm-hmm. tailgate mania club tailgate uh all right let's take for a break for a second maybe we'll grab gary in a minute or something all right all right all right, we're still here at the Media Club tailgate spot, day two of WrestleMania. Scott, Justin, we're here with Gary from Media Club. Gary, first of all, thank you for uh, bringing us into the family here. It's a few years ago. We're happy to be part of it. It's a pleasure. Glad, glad you guys uh, were able to stay and enjoy, have a good time, and participate in all our events. Yeah, we love them. Uh, big fans, for sure. So tell us about how like Media Club got started, because it's blowing up pretty big right now. Like, we got a big thing going on these last couple trips. Yeah, well... It actually started here in Texas, so uh, we went to WrestleMania 32, and a few of us just got together on a, some kind of wrestling forum page and uh, decided to put together something informal, a meetup at uh, actually Lot 4 uh, in front of uh, AT&T Stadium. And we just went to Walmart, grabbed some burgers, dogs, a grill, grabbed some pizzas, a couple little pop-up tents, and uh yeah just we were born from there and uh, you know just started off small beginnings i think we raised i don't know i think we raised a couple thousand dollars that day maybe more um and it was just from word of mouth just in i don't know in a week's time two right. weeks time and uh, you know so many years later we're over hundred and twenty thousand dollars donated you know parties of this weekend we had over 700 people uh in new york we had close to that much so yeah, we just keep pushing along, keep keep making shit happen. And the donations for Connor's Cure. Donations for Connor's Cure go through uh, the V Foundation, uh, through our, our site there that's attached to them. And like I said, we're at, at this year our goal was to raise thirty thousand dollars. We've exceeded that well over a month ago. Uh, last year, even during you know, the, the the height of the pandemic, we got to I think about thirty five thousand. So uh, yeah, just onward and upward. We're already at, you know, like I said, a little over 120,000 raised since uh, WrestleMania 32. And if you look up Mania Club on Facebook, um, it's not just like these big trips. There's people in there all the time saying, hey, I'm going to SmackDown tonight. Who's going, right? So it's kind of yeah. building a community that way that um, people that may go to shows, shows solo all of a sudden find meet up, find a friend, make a friend, and then you're not sitting alone, right? Well, we always tell people, you know, some people will say, I'm, I'm going to Mania alone, you know, uh, should I do it? I'm a little apprehensive. And we tell people that say that in the club that you're really never alone. Um, especially you see people walking around with our jerseys, shirts, whatever. Um, somebody throw up a two sweet, no problem. They see that, they you know it's a friendly person. So that's what we want to build. We want to build a wrestling community. There's there's always some bumps along the way, but it's you know even at, though we're called Mania Club, it doesn't mean our you know sole focus is WrestleMania. It's just you know word association. Right. Uh, we've got people that go to AEW. Uh, we have you know, suites which you guys have participated in for NXT, for SummerSlam, even for some AEW events. Uh, so yeah, we just want to keep building the community and and bring some positive um, 
positive information, positive, uh, just a positive feeling. To you know how you know sometimes wrestling fans can be their own worst enemies, right? Mm-hmm. That's an understatement. <laughs> so trying to flip the script and and try to be a little positive sometimes it's sometimes it's difficult but try our best and and move on from there no and i would say i mean i've I've seen many a forum many a blog many a message like on and on and your that site is pretty overwhelmingly tilted toward the positive um and polices itself well you also do the fundraisers on that Facebook page, or at least announce them. So, like, I know you've done virtual meet and greets. Correct. Uh, we, you know, pick five or six people, get to sit with, like, a superstar and have, like, a half hour to just talk to them. And then stuff like the belts and the other stuff, too. Yeah, belt raffles, uh, virtual meet and greets, uh, signed items like Funko Pops, uh, photos, uh, one-of-a-kind posters. We try to get some of that stuff. That, that's what's good about our, you know, dealings with our partnership with WWE Community. You know, sometimes they could facilitate some of that stuff. Some of it we just buy ourselves. Sometimes some of it's the guys will buy and and donate. Uh, so yeah, we've got a good mix of stuff, and there's a lot of different ways that, that we could raise some money. So how did you get on the radar with WWE? Because I remember New York, like Stephanie McMahon came by the tailgate and said hi to everyone and kind of talked for a minute. Like, how did you get to that level that quickly? Because I mean, we're only talking. It was what 2016, right? You started. Well, 2016 you started, started. So six years in. Well, it was, it was pretty interesting because we didn't know really that we were getting noticed, but they were really noticing us. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember walking around Access in, uh, at the Royal Rumble in Arizona, and the executive vice president of uh, special events, guy that books the WrestleManias, you know, we were just standing there, me, Ashanti, a couple of other guys, and this man just comes up to us and goes, hey, you guys do those tailgates, right? And you, you do fundraising. Like yeah, and we're like who's this guy? <laughs> so he introduced himself and and he knew our names. Oh, wow. Like how does this guy know our right, names? Right. Like this guy's too high up to know our names. But yeah, and that that's when it really hit home that what we were doing was getting noticed. And we said shit, you know what? Let's let's keep doing it. And then then we started contacting more people there and try to try to legitimize the partnership. Right. You know and and. It, we, we do. We have a good partnership with them. It's been a struggle over the last few months because of all the changes. You know, people don't realize they just see, you know, talents getting released. Right. But like the amount of people who have lost their jobs in the corporate offices is uh, is crazy. So a lot of the good people that that knew us and and you know knew how we operated are gone, and we got to start new rebuild relationships it. and rebuild that. But. You know we've we've done pretty good so far and and we hope that you know next year come to la even bigger yeah so you'll be there in la we're planning on being there too of course and um you know we'll go on to enjoy this beautiful day enjoy night two of wrestlemania it's gary sure to check out media club on facebook and uh get involved appreciate you guys all right thanks gary all right take care this is jj Dillon, the leader of the four horsemen and you're listening to Place to Be Podcast. Hulk Hogan, Jacques and Rayo, Lundra Blaze and Bertha Faye, the Bolsheviks, Jim Brunzel, Don Morocco, Thurman Sparky, Man on a Mission, Undertaker, Edge and Christian, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, and the Big Show.
Goldberg, Adam Bomb, Del Rey, Dr. Tom, Fandango, King almost died, Brian choked him with a tie, Mega Powers, Mean Gene, Sherry's now the new queen, Lanny Puffo, Liberace, Tito Santana, goodbye! Iron Sheik, Zukov, Freddy Blassie, Volkov, Ted Turner, Jane Fonda, two-hour Nitro Block. Ray Jr., NWO, Larry Z, and Mongo. Every week the rating falls, quarter hours round the clock. Saturn, Eddie, and Dean, Dodie have got a winning team. Since David Crockett, Boogie Woogie Man, Robert Ricky, Bobby Stan, Arden Ole, Dusty's Best, Uncle Ivan, Cruz, Chef, Harley Race, Flares of Face, Trouble Selling Tickets! Rock, Cactus Jack, Chris Nowinski, Rodney Mack, Wendy Richter, Leilani Kai, lying for the Superfly, Killer Kanye, Stallion Paul, the brawl to end it all, Benoit double homicide, then he committed suicide. Bob, Holly, Mantar, Hakushi, Montoya, Sonny's boobs, Castrol, Edge's next to no-go, U2, Beautiful Day, Triple H, Mr. Kennedy, Sid, Justice, Psycho, Virgil, Miz, and Barrio. Men, Severin's in a strange land. Alex Wright, no Berlin. Shitty WCW invasion. Love Saudi Arabia, so no British WrestleMania. Fat Vist, Stooge Men, Briscoe and Pat Patterson. My son Paul, Stefan Test, British Bulldogs, hot sex. Big ratings blown away. What else do I have to say? Charlie Ben, Jim Ross is back again. Paul Heyman's client Brock, brother Nate Punk sucks. Hennig, Waltman, Bradshaw, terror on our airlines. Iron Sheik is in Iran, and the Million Dollar Man. It's just bad fortune Owen died. Don't call it homicide. Linda's death, homeless vets, solve his crack, gets me wet. Failed European tours, Canada's on bizarro law. Losing the Wednesday Night Wars, I can't take it anymore. All right, we are back in studio. Uh, <laughs> a quick turnaround, obviously, from you last heard us. Uh, I believe it was in the tailgate time, Scott. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, everyone enjoyed. <laughs> I wish the. Tr- <laughs> I wish travel was that fast. <laughs> I know. Well, hopefully, everyone enjoyed uh, traipsing through Dallas with us. It was a lot of fun, as always, getting to visit with all our friends, getting to see some uh, a classic WrestleMania, really, uh, plus some other really uh, fun mm-hmm. stuff as well, and just give you a kind of a glimpse into parts of our weekend there and and uh, how things went down but we wanted to uh kind of do an official wrap up here to close out the episode and we had said it would probably be shorter than the normal celebration but that, that was by design um but you know obviously a huge thank you to everyone uh, that continues to download to share to contribute to be part of it and even for those who um you know may, may not listen to this day but were part of the journey along the way right i mean we've been doing this 11 years um 600 episodes of this show plus 
hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of others across all of our networks. And, uh, you know, for those that were with us in the early years and dropped off, maybe came back, maybe didn't, those that found us late and have gone back and dug in, or those that are just finding us now, want to just give you a huge thanks. Um, and we really, truly appreciate it. Absolutely. I uh, wanted to give you a moment. Uh, yeah, it's been great. This was kind of a, a snapshot of what we've made and what we've created and what you have done for us. I mean, it's been a two-way street the whole time. Uh, without you, there's no us. We could just record shows and listen to ourselves talk and get five downloads. We don't. And then we thank you for that. And the people we've met along the way, not just that are in our community now, but just ran, you know, everyday people that we don't see all the time that we don't even know where you live or how long you've been listening. And, you know, uh, a couple of people, um, JR that I ran into at the tailgate from the Mania Club group that uh, uh, the guy that that skinny guy that cut that <laughs> that cut that crazy promo about you know your, mm-hmm. your father left you with the guy and everything the whole he even said to me he goes he goes yeah Gary said you guys um you guys do a podcast and I you know told him about it and everything and it's just word of mouth you know you all work mm-hmm. together and and uh, you know you guys everyone I hope everyone enjoyed uh, enjoyed listening to Gary he's a great guy he does a lot of work. Uh, these trips, these trips are not cake <laughs> by any stretch. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's creating, uh, you know, we have a lot in common, Gary, with JR and I, because he created a community like we've created a community and it's not easy. And, uh, uh, you know, we thank you very much for all that you've done for us. And we continue to, to season eight, I guess this would be right coming up or season seven. I don't even know how the numbers go. Well, that's Steve Riddle. Hmm. He knows all that math in his head. Right. I, uh, I think, this is, I think in, by his world, this is this is season seven. Um, but yeah, season no, it seven, obviously so. means a ton. And um, yeah, I mean, we're always looking to bring on uh, new voices, old voices, whoever's involved, obviously, and have not ever been shy about having guests on um, or even adding new shows to, to the world, um, whether you're new or old podcast. So we have tons of guest spots. Shows always looking for guests. So obviously yep. open door policy as always here with place to be nation. Yep. Uh, one of those gentlemen who stepped in through that open door many years ago and is now one of our most regular guests. And I, I thought it was fitting to have him on this episode, Scott, because I think he's probably mm-hmm. maybe alongside Winston, who you heard earlier um, and D'Amato been on like this, I guess season or this hundred episodes the most, because he joined us for a bunch of, Place to podcast, Vintage Vault episodes, breaking down MSGs. He is the co, uh, the host of the Sportscaster podcast and the co-host of the Adams Division and the 24-inch podcast as well. And that is our good friend, Mr. Steve Bennett. Steve, how are you? Hey guys, what's going on? How you doing? I'm having hey, an man, awesome. How you doing? I'm having an awesome 2022. How many days have there been so far? I've been in the <laughs> hospital for 50 of them. <laughs> so oh I think this is our first ever. Uh, <laughs> call from the hospital on a podcast so yes and I i'm know. Literally, literally being medicated as we speak she walked in the second you guys um <laughs> i just mouth i'm sorry to her because i feel like such an asshole being on the phone while you guys are medicating me i'm actually actually uh hannah i'm on a podcast right now while you're medicating me yeah yeah she's she's very happy yeah. about that yeah you're, you're still more <laughs> sorry if it, it fits the life of our guests over the last 10 years <laughs> Well, that's yeah, definitely more so than Rotella. Um, this is uh, it, it's it yeah. continues to let the tradition of this episode, though, Steve. It was a lot of it was done on the fly, live, and for the random <laughs> people. Uh, makes sense that you'd be calling in as you're getting medicated. And I apologize because I just watched the episode of Johnny Sack in in the, the hospital of the prison, and that's all I picture now when I'm talking to you um, because I just equit you with him now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, I, 
I, I don't think she's committed any homicides, luckily. No, she okay, has not. So she just confirmed she has not. She confirmed. Well, she's not going to admit it. I mean, I guess he did. But um, All right. So we had you on for a very specific reason, though, Steve, because we wanted to close the episode uh, with an announcement. And you are a big part of that announcement. And that announcement uh, is about uh, a charitable fund that we are piecing together here, uh, a bunch of the members of Place to Be Nation family, in honor of our friend Calvin Crowell, who passed away last summer. It's been, uh, it was tough on a lot of us, um, and Steve, I know you were very, very close to him, um, especially, and it hit us all, like, very severely, <laughs> and we still feel the whole, to this day, for sure, like, his name still pops up regularly. I'm in a bunch of group chats that he was in, and I've never, like, removed him from any, so, like, every now and then, if you're checking, kind of, okay, where am I, you know, like, I'll see his name in there, um, and this is something I think individually we had all been thinking about, and then we kind of came together recently I think like six or seven of us to start to think through some logistics, but the gist of it is we would like to start a um, just a, a charitable fund in his name. We're going to call it the Calvin Fund, and it'll be open for any and all donations. Um, those donations will then likely be used to anyone both within place donation or, or outside in need. Um, and the and the reason that we got to that point is that Calvin was always one of the most generous, if not the most generous, with his time. Um, with his willingness to support, and you know, I, I never got to there, but I, I assume financially, if, if ever needed, but um, he was always the first one to step in and you know, how you doing? What do you need? Checking in on you. Uh, so, yep. you know, I think we all felt like if there was ever going to be something like this, honoring him with it made all the sense in the world. So, we're still working through logistics. I don't have details, and Steve will talk in a minute about you know a way to submit any thoughts. Um, but we're we're going to make it as official as possible, and we're going to again try and use those funds for those possibly like he was in his you know final weeks that you know maybe could have been in need or used some help to to get by. And uh, it's just something we've been wanting to do, and we're going to do it. So we're going to aim to launch this fund hopefully in the summertime, around you know the one year anniversary of his passing. And there'll be definitely more info to come on our social media. But Scott, anything you wanted to add on the topic? No, I think, uh, you know, we we all give in our own special way. And, you know, Calvin had some tough times in his life. And we, you know, uh, he always appreciated when anyone gave him prayers or whatever. And we talked privately whenever he was down. You know, we won't get into details, but he had some he had some tough moments over the past few years. And and um you know, he never asked for anything from anybody. You know, he had stuff stolen and yada, yada and all sorts of stuff. But he he uh, he never looked for handouts. He never he was always willing to give even when he personally maybe emotionally didn't have anything to give. He wanted to anyway. And I think it's a fitting tribute to him for those out there that aren't having it easy right now. And we're not just talking about money. Everybody's having money issues in 2022. This has nothing to do with money. It has to do with the emotional emptiness that maybe some of us feel at times in our lives. And, you know, the last two and a half years have not been fun. And Steve can attest to that too. Uh, <laughs> not even just, you know, physically, but just mentally, emotionally draining with, you know, COVID and everything and being locked down and being told where you got to go and when you got to do it. And it's just, it's draining mentally and emotionally. But Calvin always put up a brave front. We had some fun conversations about sports and other sorted topics, which I'm not going to get into, but um, I think this is a fitting tribute for him. And I, I, I think he would appreciate looking down on us and saying, cool guys, 
you know, just that's cool. That That's how Calvin was. He was just a very relaxed, chill guy who would do anything for you, even when he was having uh, some of his more uh, uh, tougher days. So um, I always think of Calvin, even if I'm having a bad day at work or something, you know, I think of him because he always had a smile on his face, even if it was tough for him to do that, you know. So I think this is a fitting tribute for him, and I think uh, he would appreciate it. Well said, what Scott. What are your really thoughts? Well said. Yeah. You know, here, here's what I want to say to you. Just give a little background. Uh, the Place to Be Nation, for the last few years, I've actually taken the initiative to run a um, Secret Santa program that we've had a lot of fun with, I think, and exchanged a lot of great gifts. And it's really shown off the generosity of the community because we've never really put, like, a cap on it or anything like that. You know, we just let people buy gifts for each other and I've been blown away with some of the generosity the last three years. And Calvin was in the first year and had a great time. And the second year, he came to me privately and said he, he couldn't swing it. And um, I couldn't stand for that for whatever reason. And um, I talked to Justin and we decided to collect some money. And we were able to buy him a Kindle and a memory card and a bunch of different stuff. And I think that's kind of the origin of this, because then the next year, this last Christmas, with him not being there, all I could think about during that time was taking care of him the Christmas before. And I kind of went to Justin and said, should we be do it? Like, should we go along with this year? Should we maybe collect some money and buy something for someone? We just couldn't figure it out though. And I think that's kind of still where we're mm-hmm. at, you know? And um, I created mm-hmm. a Gmail. It's the Calvin fund at gmail.com. And if you have any ideas of like, what's your vi- a vision of what this could be or where we could go, just any ideas. Cause we're still kind of in the brainstorming stage of exactly what we'll do. You can reach us there. But I mentioned, you know, being in the hospital right now and, and, you know, I take it in stride and, um, you know, I kind of feel like I never get, it's never anything I can't handle. Um, and Calvin and I kind of bonded on that too, because he had some issues with his back and, and, and he would talk to me about the issues I had and, you know, um, I I don't know. I, I just feel like we can do something good here in his name and in his honor and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and we're open to anything. You know, like Scott said, it's not really about money. It's about using some money that we can collect through the generosity of the community to provide something for someone mm-hmm. to to kind of make them feel better than they felt beforehand. You know, so that's where I'm mm-hmm. at, Justin. Scott? Yeah, I, I think you guys added a lot of great inside color on the thought process and why we landed where we landed and why it was so important to us to do it in Calvin's name. Uh, Cause I think the one thing you hear through all of our comments uh, is like Calvin was super generous, right? Calvin um, always took the time to be generous again with his time or with his thoughts, his insights, his caring, always the first one to ask, ask a question, how you're doing or um, yeah. And, and you're right, Steve, you know, that year with the, Secret Santa, right? Like it, it was something yeah. we all desperately wanted to do for him because of how he touched everyone and what a major part of like this community he was and what a big hole he left when he passed away. So in, in it was it was tough. It's still tough. But if we can do something at least to pay tribute to him and it helps someone else in need um, along the way, it's it's worth putting the effort and time into. So, again, stay tuned to our social media, specifically probably closer to summertime. And we will. Um, you know, we will definitely uh, put more info out there and, and how you can get involved and start to help us build up this fund to then use for those um, in need. And 
if you do have any ideas, Steve gave you the email address and you can reach out there if you've been involved in something like this or just have a cool idea of how we could go about approaching it or helping us kind of spread the word. Just reach out via email. We'll be happy to, to take the insights and the feedback and apply them to however, you know, whatever mm-hmm. route we take this. So, yeah, it's um, the Calvin yeah. Fund at gmail.com one more time in case you missed it. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. So, more on that to come. Um, also, of course, more to come. Episodes of the Place to Be podcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, guys. We continue our traverse through 2007. Uh, Steve, you were supposed mm-hmm. to be with us a yeah, couple episodes back. ago. I'll be back soon. I'm good. I'm coming home tomorrow. Um, okay. And uh, I do have one more surgery this year to get this temporary ileostomy I have reversed. But, I mean, I'm feeling a million times better. I think we really got to a good place at this visit. So, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be on soon because I, I, it was devastating for me to miss uh that show and it literally happened like at the last minute i remember calling justin like four or five hours mm. before i had to go on and say like oh they found something on this scan i gotta go into the hospital but um yeah i'll be on soon you guys are killing congrats on 600 um you know congrats on kind of everything changed and you guys had to readjust and it's been pretty smooth and mixing 93 and 07 and all that i mean you guys are killing it as always so congratulations hope you guys have fun at mania yeah what was that no, I was just saying thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you for thank the time. You. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Steve, very much. Appreciate yeah. it. As well. um, all right, so I think I think that'll do it here for episode 600, Scott. It's been a, a fun time. It was a great weekend, a great way to celebrate uh, 11 years, 600 episodes. I thought I can't think of a better way to have spent it then. No, uh, absolutely you know, not. Doing it kind of how this all started. So. Yeah, all right, so we'll be awesome. back in two weeks with Survivor Series. Actually, no, one week because this is airing on a three-week rotation. So next Monday yes. we'll be back with uh, Survivor Series yes. 2007. So looking forward, that's a, a pretty big show. And uh, 07, I think, has definitely yeah. been a lot uh, more impressive to both of us, I think, than we anticipated. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll get more into it. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, uh, two weeks after that, we'll have Armageddon 07. And then I'm actually looking forward to diving into 2008 because that's a weird year. Steve, I know you, of course, you'll join us for a couple episodes yeah. in that calendar year. Uh, a very weird year that I don't totally remember now, and you know, except for the flare stuff. But um, Survivor Series 07 is a, a show that kind of is, is under the radar, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So we'll have a good mm-hmm. guest, and we're gonna have some fun. So we'll we'll talk to you in a week. Okay, everyone, take care. Thank you as always for all of your support here in the Place to Be podcast, and we'll talk to you on episode 601.